Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome, potential sleepers, to The Sleep Pod. My name is James, and every episode... I make up a boring, rambling, and mildly amusing story to help you wind down and drift off into sound slumber. For this episode's story, the word of inspiration that I will use to stimulate the creative process has just been emailed to me by the Plototron 4000, the latest technological breakthrough for suggesting one-word plot points for podcasts. And the word it has suggested is... Bridge. So, get yourself comfortable. Take a few deep breaths. Close your eyes. And I'll begin with this episode's story. Bridge. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It was breakfast time at Lucy's house. She was sat at the kitchen table with her husband, George, and their two children, Khaleesi and Borat. She sometimes regretted naming her children after characters from popular television shows and movies. But this was always a potential issue that her and George had considered prior to deciding on the names. And they had come to the conclusion that those names would become popular again at some point in the future, and when that happened, their kids would be ahead of the curve. Lucy had just finished eating a bowl of corn flakes. Everybody else had been eating porridge. Mmm, said Lucy. That was a very good bowl of cornflakes. Thank you for making it for me, George. That's okay, said George. I know exactly how to make you a really good bowl of cornflakes every time. Yes, said Lucy. You really do. She turned to her children. So, children, what are you going to be doing today? Khaleesi and Borat looked at each other and then looked to their mother with big grins. Badminton, they both said in unison and then cheered. Ah, said Lucy, I know how much you both enjoy badminton. 
Yes, said Borat. That is correct, said Khaleesi. She then turned to her husband. And what are you doing today, George? George thought for a moment. It had been quite a while since he had had a day with nothing planned. So he wanted to make the most of it. Well, said George. Do you remember a few years ago when I bought a lot of that novelty Sudoku toilet paper? Lucy remembered. She thought at the time that it was a very good investment. Yes, I remember that. I didn't think that you'd even opened the box of it. I hadn't, said George, but today I will. I plan on making my way through a lot of them, filling them all out. Oh, said Lucy. That sounds like fun. Yes, said George. But what about you? What are you doing today? Lucy thought for a while. She turned and looked out the window to check what the weather was like. It looked okay outside. So she turned back to her family and announced to them all. I'm going to go out for a bit. Oh, said George. And do what? I don't know, said Lucy. I just have an urge to go outside and see what happens. said George. Cool. Yes, said Lucy. Wow, said Khaleesi. That is very cool, said Borat. After helping tidy up things in the kitchen, Lucy prepared herself to leave the house. She put on outside appropriate clothing, found a nice hat, popped her shoes on, hugged her family goodbye, and left her house. Lucy walked down the road, 
then down a few more roads, until she got to the crossroads that served as a focal point for a lot of the town. From there, there were a few shops, a few landmarks, and roads that headed in all four of the main directions. She decided she really wanted to just do something spontaneous. She didn't want to plan ahead. She just wanted to go out and just do something. See where fate took her. Since she was near some shops, she decided to go and have a look in them. They weren't that interesting. They weren't the kind of shops that you went into that often. There was no supermarkets or flower shops or any other type of retailers that she would frequent frequently. The first shop was an art gallery. She didn't know much about art. At a push she could possibly identify a Picasso, but her knowledge pretty much ended there. So, she went in. The art gallery had white walls, white floor, and white lights hanging from the ceiling. On all of the walls were frames containing art of all different sizes, but mainly square or rectangular in shape. She decided to make her way around the room, looking at each and every painting. The first one she saw was a landscape. There were fields and some trees, some distant figures on the horizon. She looked at all the tiny details first before taking a few steps back and looking at the whole thing. It was quite nice. But she felt it was a little bit too boring. The next artwork she came to was a maelstrom of bright colors 
looked like a tornado going through a paint shop. She wasn't sure if this was artistically any better or worse than the first one, and her brow furrowed. Can I help you? said a voice from behind her. Lucy turned round and saw a older lady wearing a suit. Oh, hello, said Lucy. Hi, said the lady. My name is Janet. Welcome to my gallery. Thank you, said Lucy. I was wondering. She pointed to the colourful painting she had just been looking at. Is this good art? she said. Hmm, said Janet. She moved so she was stood next to Lucy and looked at the painting. Well, she said, I suppose you've got to ask yourself, what makes art art? Ah, said Lucy. And then asked, so what does make something art? Hmm, said Janet. Well, I suppose good art makes you feel something. It's all subjective, of course, but... If you look at this, what emotion does it make you feel? Lucy looked at the painting once more, took in all of the details of the swirling mass of reds, blues, greens, whites, blacks, purple, Mauve, indigo, orange, and pink. I think it makes me feel a little bit anxious, said Lucy. Ah, said Janet. Well, that is an emotion, so... I suppose it's doing the job of art, isn't it? Lucy felt like she was out of her depth. So she just smiled and said, Yes, I can see now that this is art. And smiled at Janet. Excellent, said Janet. Well, if you have got any more questions... I'll just be over there, on that chair in the corner, reading a book.
Okay, said Lucy. Thank you. And then Janet turned and quickly walked back to her chair, sat herself down, and started reading her book. Lucy moved on to the next painting. There was a man who had a big bald head and was stood next to a table with a birthday cake on. Lucy thought for a moment and decided this was art as well, but she didn't really like it. The next four paintings were all landscapes. Some were quite nature-rich, featuring trees and grass and bushes. Some had animals in like a dog, and a mouse. The next one was a bit more urban, and contained buildings and vehicles. And the last one was a desert which Lucy thought was the nicest, despite having the least going on, on the canvas. She carried on looking at picture after picture, some abstract, some portraits, some of people doing things, some of just things. They all looked quite good. But none of them looked good enough to make Lucy want to buy any for her own home. So she thanked Janet and left. She walked down the street, looking at all the other shops, but there was nothing that really seemed that interesting enough to her. Nowhere that she felt that she should go into as a change or a break from her normal schedule, until eventually she came to a dry cleaners. It had been quite some time since Lucy had needed to go to a dry cleaners. So she thought she'd just go in there. See if anything was different or new or exciting. 
She walked up to the door and pushed it open. And as she did that, a bell above the door rang out, announcing her arrival. Inside of the dry cleaner's shop was mostly not visible to Lucy. There was a counter, enough space for somebody to be behind there, and then a wall that closed off the main part of the whole dry cleaning operation. Because, she assumed, most people didn't really need to see exactly how the dry cleaning was done. A door opened on the other side of the counter. A man walked through. He smiled at Lucy. Hello, he said. How can I help you? Oh, said Lucy. I'm not sure. I was just passing by and thought it had been quite a while since I'd been inside a dry cleaners. Ah, said the man, I understand. So, do you have any questions about the dry cleaning process? Lucy thought for a while. She understood the basics of the process and really wasn't too interested in learning more about it. No, she said, but I am quite interested in knowing how often people bring stuff in to be dry cleaned and then never pick it up. Oh, said the dry cleaner. Doesn't happen that much anymore. Usually the items that people bring in to be dry cleaned are a bit expensive or slightly too cumbersome to forget about. Ah, said Lucy. But it still does happen, yes? Yes, said the dry cleaner. Okay, said Lucy. How frequently does it occur? She inquired. Well, said the dry cleaner. Usually, maybe once every two months. Then every now and then... Somebody will come in to pick something up that they forgot about long ago. Oh wow, said Lucy. I bet it's very exciting when that happens. Yes, said the dry cleaner. Luckily, we keep all of those items in a special trunk 
said Lucy. A trunk? Yes, said the dry cleaner. It's very large, but then it has to be due to all the duvets, etc. Ah, said Lucy. Okay, well I'm going to go now. Okay, said the dry cleaner. It was lovely talking to you. You too, said Lucy. They both waved at each other. And she left. Lucy walked back to the crossroads. She had had enough of shops. Wanted to do something a bit more outsidey now. So she stood on one of the corners of the crossroads and just surveyed the area around her. Her house was back to the south. The road straight ahead of her headed north. And the road on either side of her in one direction headed west and in the other direction headed east. She didn't want to go back towards her house. So now she only had a choice of three directions to head in. She tried to remember what was down each road. But couldn't quite remember. So she decided just to... Do it completely at random. She raised her right arm. Extended her index finger, so her arm was outstretched and pointing. And she started to spin around on the spot. With her eyes closed, she turned and turned and turned. Until eventually, she stopped because she had started to feel a little bit dizzy. With a deeper breath, she opened her eyes to see which direction she was pointing. And she was pointing east. Okay, she said out loud to herself. I will go that way. She lowered her arm and began walking east. She walked past houses, 
turnings for other roads, a small park area which just had a small amount of grass and a couple of benches and a few trees and a bush in it. She did think, is that where I'm supposed to go? Is that where fate is taking me today? But then decided against it. Because it didn't look that nice. And she was sure if she carried on walking, something better would eventually appear on the horizon. There were a few forks in the road. But she decided to just carry on going on the one which seemed instinctively to her to be the most easterly. The further she headed away from the town's main crossroads, the larger the houses got. They had gone from being mostly terraces and flats and apartment buildings to slightly bigger, more spacious dwellings. As the houses got bigger, the space between the houses also got bigger. And she walked for so long that eventually the space between the houses was so large she was unable to see more than one house at a time. She came to a bench that was on the footpath to the road and decided to sit down, rest her feet and have a little think about what her next steps should be. So she sat, relaxed and leant back a little bit, listened to the sound of distant birdsong coming from the trees and bushes nearby. She hadn't been paying too much attention to how far she had been walking. Judging by the time, she must have been walking for around an hour. Gosh, she said, that explains why my feet are a little bit worn out at the moment. But it didn't bother her too much. She knew that she would be fine again after a little bit of a break. So she just carried on sitting there. Every now and then a few cars would go past her. A few other people walked past her. But all in all it was quite a quiet stretch of road 
she had found herself on. She turned and looked down the road, trying to see if there was any other points of interest coming up on her journey, but the road seemed to carry on in more or less the same way that it had done for the last couple of miles. Hmm, she said. I don't know what to do. Should I turn back? Or should I carry on? Suddenly, the sound of somebody politely clearing their throat was heard. Lucy turned around, looking up and down the road, trying to see if it was somebody trying to get her attention, or if it was a genuine throat clearance. But she couldn't see anybody. She furrowed her brow. Maybe she had imagined it. But then she heard it again. And this time, she saw where it was coming from. Sat next to her on the bench, there was a lizard. Oh, said Lucy. Is that you? Can you speak? The lizard turned to Lucy, flicked out its tongue, and at a very slow blink. Oh, said Lucy, I understand. The lizard turned, and carefully, methodically, climbed off the bench, and started walking down the road. Lucy watched, and then stood up. Do you want me to follow you? she said. The lizard stopped, turned, flicked out his tongue, and did a very slow blink again, before turning back and continuing its walk along the footpath. For around ten minutes, Lucy slowly followed the lizard. Until eventually, it stopped. It had stopped right by a footpath that led away from the road. The lizard looked at Lucy, and then started walking down this other footpath. 
Lucy shrugged. She'd followed the lizard this far. So, she thought, she may as well continue. This footpath was a bit more... overgrown. Above her there was a thick canopy of bushes and trees and branches and other plant life that blocked out quite a bit of the sunlight. It was quite dark, and in any other circumstance, Lucy may have been a little bit concerned. However, for some reason, and in some way that she couldn't really put into words, she felt very safe knowing that the lizard was there. So she carried on walking. She walked slowly behind the lizard as it ambled further and further down the footpath. After a number of miles, and numerous twists and turns, eventually she could see, ahead in the distance, an end to the footpath. There was light, but as she got closer and closer to it, she could tell was actual open space, and it had felt like it had been quite a while since Lucy had been really outside. So she continued following the lizard, until eventually the path ended. There was a large clearing, with a few benches, but then a steep drop that as she got closer she could see was a valley, with a river flowing through its bottom. Lucy stood and looked all around her. It was very picturesque. If she was an artist, she would have definitely painted that location. But she wasn't. All she could do was take a few pictures using the camera on her mobile telephone. She stood, watched the water flow below her. 
you could see downstream a few houses, some boats moored to the side of the river. She turned near the direction and looked upstream. It was there that she saw it. A very impressive looking bridge. Wow, said Lucy. She went to turn to the lizard to thank it for bringing her there. She'd forgotten how much that she really liked looking at bridges from that specific angle. But the lizard was no longer there. Oh, she said. Lizard, where have you gone? But the lizard did not reply. So instead, she just called out. Thank you. She stayed for a while, looking at the bridge, before eventually going back home. That's the end of this episode's story. As always, thanks for listening. With any luck, you're already asleep. But if not, hopefully you will be asleep soon. Until next time, sleep well.